This episode contains discussions including explicit language, recounts of transphobia, sexual harassment on the internet, themes of masculinity and femininity, and the gender binary. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Body Story Podcast, a show about the way we're navigating the world and the bodies we've been given. I'm your host, Tiffany Eller, and I believe that if one person's story can change the way you look at them, a collection of stories may be able to change the world. Today, I'll be speaking with Zach Schubert, an artist living and working in Florida. Their work focuses on topics of gender, sexuality, and identity. Zach's primary art medium is printmaking, though their studio practice is very diverse, as we'll find out. Let's get into the episode. Zach, thanks for joining us today. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Doing all right. So before we get into your body story, I just want to talk about how I met you because I did not meet you as Zach. I met you through Instagram as someone else. Would you like to talk a little bit about your alter ego? Yeah, sure. Um, so part of my art practice is uh I've created this character, Maeve Devi, to kind of flush out uh, some ideas of mine. And um, we met through her Instagram, I believe, where I post, you know, photos that I take uh, as a as Maeve in a feminine alter ego um, and then later use for reference material in my art. But. Uh, I started this Instagram for her that kind of like took on a life of its own. And she started developing a personality through the photos that were being posted. And yeah, it's been a really interesting experience. And I've met a lot of really cool people through her Instagram. I love it. I loved when you finally revealed who you were through her Instagram, because I honestly had no idea. I had no idea it was an art project or a character. I thought Maeve was just another woman that I met on the internet. So I, I thought that was really cool. So Maeve, on that Instagram at least, is kind of a boudoir model. Yeah. Is that kind of the extent of her character or have you used her in different ways or do you go out in public as Maeve? What does Maeve's life look like? So Maeve's life right now um, is kind of going to be like my next area of uh artistic practice I guess um kind of like flushing out her narrative a little bit but so far I've gone out in public as Maeve as kind of like experiential research and um that's been really interesting I mean the whole project of Maeve's character kind of uh took off uh because I dressed up as my wife for Halloween one year and um was kind of shocked by how I was treated, I guess. Like my whole perception of of the world changed because I was, uh, well, one, I felt more vulnerable just in the way that uh, I was dressed, I guess. And then also like um, people treated me differently and responded to me and interacted with me differently. It was uh, really a strange experience that's uh, inspired uh, this theme in my work. Wow. That's, that's a pretty powerful experience. Um, can you elaborate on the ways that you were treated? Was it better? Was it more poorly? Or were you treated as like a sexual object? What, 
What did that look like? So it's it was some of all of that, I guess. Uh, I dressed up uh, as my partner and and went to the art department um, at the school that I'm at. And generally, the art students are, you know, very accepting and welcoming of everyone, which is fantastic. Um, and they were with me, but it was almost off-putting to have people be so accepting and like go out of their way to like let me know um that I was welcome and accepted everyone like every one of my uh classmates and stuff were telling me and there was a lot more focus on like how I looked which was uh really eye-opening to me like people were telling me how beautiful I was and like compared to where uh, the character is developed now, that first rendition of, well, I guess it wasn't even made, but like that first rendition of like uh, presenting as female was not nearly as well done as um, I can do it now, but people were still coming up and telling me how beautiful I was. And uh, it was just a brand new experience for me. Uh, were these classmates that already knew you as Zach or? Did they just know you as uh, like somebody in a costume that night? No, no. It was like uh, they were classmates of mine who already knew me as Zach because um, it was during actual class time hours. Um, so it was like when we had a class, uh, I went to school dressed that way. Um, and my interactions with my classmates and my teachers and stuff and then, like, even just the staff on campus, they were all really uh, different. Like, I I got, um, I want to say, ogled a couple of times. Or, like, maybe, I'm really hesitant to, to swear. I don't know. Can I swear? Like, Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, I just felt like I got eye-fucked a couple of times that uh, made me super uncomfortable. Um, and then, like, I also felt that some people had uh, like viewed me as trans, which made them really uncomfortable. Um, when when that happened for the first time, it was just an experience where I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's so much stuff here that should be explored." Um, it was it was a real I viewed it as a real opportunity to uh, push my my art practice at the time. Yeah. So do you want to tell me a little bit about how you went from that into what you're doing currently? Sure. Um, there was this, uh, I guess, I guess it's probably best to just start with, I've always been fascinated with human figure, um, specifically like uh, female figure. Um, and then I had this experience uh, dressing up uh and presenting as female and then shortly after that one of uh my advisors like someone i trust in my art practice said hey how come like you never put yourself in your work and i responded well you know like i like drawing women <laughs> she goes well all the same i think you should put yourself in your work and then you know it's kind of like oh yeah. So um I was like I could totally 
um, do that and uh, basically like use myself as a female presenting model um, and then touch on topics of, you know, gender and sexuality and, you know, identity stuff. So uh, I did, you know, I did that and then uh, I started, um, I had a couple of people photograph with me at the beginning where they would photograph me as Maeve and then um, it got it's you know it's just hard to coordinate with people all the time um, so I started taking my own photos uh, for the most part which um, kind of like freed me up to frame Maeve in a way that um, I kind of wanted to I still I still like to work with other uh artists from time to time like have them photograph but um most of the stuff that at least most of the photos that i use um are photos that i took myself i i really love that on your instagram mave will credit zach as being the artist of certain things i think that's a really cool little i don't know i think it's an I think of it as an Easter egg since I know that you are Maeve, but I know that you, did you remove the post stating that you were Zach? Yes. Yeah, I did. Um, and I think so, when I posted it initially, uh, I said that I was going to take it down in the post. I was like, yeah, here's this little fun thing for people who have been here for a while. And, and then I took it back down and I'm sure I'll post again at some point, but, um, it was basically just giving, uh, the people who supported me there, the opportunity to come support from like the front end of things, I guess, like support the entire art practice, which I got a really good response to, you know, people were like, wow, I had no idea, like you being one of them. And then um, I've had several other people follow me from uh, Maeve's accounts over to Zach's account, which has been great. Yeah, was that kind of scary to, I guess, sort of come out on Maeve's account? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of scary. Um, only because, like, of the responses. Like, I was just worried about how people would respond. But then again, like, the people who I wanted, like, the people who I were hoping to, you know, encourage to follow over to my personal account did and then you know the people who would have been upset uh probably unfollowed her or didn't see the post or you know i didn't get any like like outrage from people which is always like the fear and like being vulnerable is that you know um people are going to react poorly uh but that wasn't my experience doing it it's just the initial uh act of being vulnerable that's so scary so as Maeve I guess either before or after you revealed that you were Zach do you get any I guess odd interactions coming into your private messages as Maeve <laughs> because because the content of her work is very it's seductive it's erotic sure. it's boudoir so like have you gotten anybody being like hey sexy or I don't know, experience that side of what it's like to be a woman on the internet. I think odd interactions is a really mild way to put it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, constantly. 
It's just like, um, I think I had probably had her uh, maze account up and running for, I don't know, less than a week when I got like my first unsolicited dick pic in my inbox, <laughs> oh my uh, which is really jarring and uh, just not cool. Like it's not a cool, th- like even as a guy, like I would never do that to someone but then to like be on the receiving end of it and like not be interested was like why would you think this is okay you know i called a couple of people out about their behavior and it's just like they didn't hear me or you know um and i carried on conversations with people who approached me in that way uh with like a hey sexy or you know whatever uh I I carried on conversations with them that then led to them, you know, eventually they would send like unsolicited dick pics or like videos of them touching themselves. It was, it's insane. Like it's really rough and it's like dudes are monsters. Like, I don't know what to say. Guys are terrible. Um, Did that surprise you? Did the amount of, uh, or, did the number of those interactions or the nature of those interactions surprise you? I mean, they shocked me initially, but I wouldn't say they surprised me. I mean, that's kind of, that's how a lot of guys are. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, as a guy, like, it's really upsetting to me to know that um, that's a thing that's, that I guarantee, like, it's obviously happening to happening to tons of other people, you know? Um, right. And it's, yeah, it's upsetting because like, sure I can do my part and not send people dick pics. Uh, but you know, there's a larger problem at, at play there. Well, other than the weirdos out on the internet, how, how do you feel like you connect with your audience Maybe both as Maeve and as Zach, the artist. Sure. Um, I think as Maeve, uh, I try to connect with um, my audience by, you know, (laughs) I I want to say being vulnerable, uh, like, you know, because even as, as Maeve, right, and as, like, with the pictures that I post, Maeve definitely doesn't like fit um, like a traditional standard of beauty. Uh, But just to like take the body that I have and put it out there, um, essentially like say, hey, this is, I think Maeve connects with her audience by essentially being like, hey, this is, this is my body. And like, if I choose to, take photos this way or whatever like you don't have to like it but uh, I'm here um and I am going to take up this space you know uh, so I've connected a lot with uh other people who are um combating you know uh issues surrounding like body image and diet culture um I I've had a really good response from the Bopo people on Instagram, like the body positive groups. And then as Zach, I guess, um, 
I try to uh, engage with my audience. Like I've been, I've been trying to make more of a concerted effort to get, for lack of a better phrase, like consumable content that like keeps people engaged. I guess in, engaging content would be a better phrase, but uh, I've been trying to like provide the the people who follow me on that account with um, more like process based stuff, so they can see. Uh, what I'm doing and like how I'm doing what I'm doing. Just essentially like being vulnerable again, like letting them into my life a little bit more um, so that they feel like they can support someone that they know, I guess. Yeah. Do you feel like it is um, the same kind of vulnerability between your two personal? <laughs> I don't want to use personalities as the... Uh... Personalities is fun. Yeah, it's a really weird thing to talk about. Um, I mean, even still for me, it's really weird to talk about uh, just like trying to find the right words. But uh, no, it's definitely not the same kind of vulnerability. Uh, with Zach, like I never feel like I'm, um, uh, I, I never really feel like physically vulnerable, if that makes sense. Like I never, like I'm not currently, though this will probably make its way into my work uh, sooner than later. Um, for the time being, I'm not like posting, you know, pictures of myself on my, basically without the mask of Maeve. Like I'm not posting pictures of my body on my uh, my personal art account. Whereas um, with, with Maeve, it's very much, uh physical vulnerability and it's like this is you know i i feel exposed and like you know it's in a way it's you know people have been trained to respond to the way that made presents as like oh this person is you know open to being uh to to interacting in a sexual way uh online or whatever so it's i in a way i feel like the way that i'm vulnerable on mave's account um kind of encourages those interactions that i get in my personal inbox but at the same time like that doesn't make it okay yeah so as you have posed as mave as you've been photographed and posting those like you feel a new sense of empowerment in your body when you take those photos and post them yeah, actually, I think that's a, a great question that I haven't been um, asked. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, I would say I do feel empowered uh, in my body, like my day to day life as Zach, like, it's a, lo a lot of times it's almost like, you know, my body goes unnoticed, I guess, like, it's not really the same for me in a way like it there's this really interesting thing that happens when i am made that like it's there's a lot of attention that's drawn to my body just simply by like how i dress you know um yeah that's i don't know that's part of like the way that i'm sure it's partially due to the way that we've been as a society like conditioned to um you know objectify women basically like 
but that that being said, like I think um, there's uh, the real empowerment comes in like owning, going, hey, this is my body, and like I love my body, and basically, if you don't, then fuck off, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so has that uh, sense of empowerment as Maeve carried over to Zach? It's tough to say, honestly. Uh, I think as Zach, I'm I'm pretty comfortable in my body now. Uh, I haven't always been, but I would I would say now I'm pretty comfortable in my body. But uh, it's definitely like. It's given me greater respect, I would say, for um, other women who are trying to, like, empower themselves by showing their body, basically. Like, it's, uh, and I'm very supportive of the whole, like, body positivity, uh, you know, body acceptance, take up space movements that are happening. Um, online and I try to participate in those as much as I can um, but there and something that I love to see that uh, I can't be a part of as Zach but can be as Maeve is um, this destruction of the culture of like women tearing each other down to get to the top I guess um, and like making a real effort to empower each other um, which I'd love to see personally. I think that's um, huge. Yeah, I I know when I first saw Maeve's account, I was like, yeah, girl, get it. <laughs> 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 but I, I also wondered if, uh, you know, I thought Maeve was another woman at the time. I wondered if she would get backlash um, from other women for the way that she was posing and what she was wearing and that kind of thing. So. We already talked about your interactions with men on your account. Have your interactions with women on Maeve's account been equally as positive? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say my interactions with men on her account have been positive. Um, uh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant like... Um, <laughs> no, I did not uh, word that right. I didn't mean it okay. equally as positive as the, the male interactions, but I guess... You've mentioned in the past, like when you have dressed as a woman, you generally get positive responses rather than like negative responses. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, to touch on that a little bit, like my experience dressing as a woman and getting very positive responses was like exclusively positive responses was only when I was at the art school. Like anytime I've dressed up outside of that, it's been, uh, really trying but just like in the sense of like people are trying i can tell people are trying to figure out what's happening um because uh in real life i'm like six feet tall so um in heels i'm like six three <laughs> and it's really <laughs> tough for people to like try to piece together what's going on um to to answer your question about the interactions with people on Maeve's account, my interactions with women on Maeve's account have been, I think, exclusively positive. I mean, I've, I haven't, 
I haven't tried to like put myself in circles of people where it wouldn't be positive feedback, I guess. But, but then again, like I haven't had anyone just like go out of their way and be nasty. Like I see that happen to people sometimes where, you know, someone who's like really invested in like, you know, diet culture and, you know, that whole nightmare is, uh, reaches out and attacks someone for like uh, attacking them for their size or whatever. Like it's, it's rough, but I haven't had that experience personally um, on Nate's account. Well, that's good. When you and I were talking online or maybe it was what I read when you had that post about being Zach, um, mm-hmm. you said something about how you've learned a lot about the natures of masculinity and femininity. Um, mm-hmm. Can you expand upon that? Yeah, I mean, I think mostly what I've, I've, like, I knew, but has been, like, deepened for me is that, like, you know, I feel like gender is a lie <laughs> that we've been taught. Uh, and, and that just means, like, the only reason we think things are, you know, like, masculine or feminine is because that's what we've been taught by our parents and that's what their parents taught them and whatever um and in in certain ways it's really restrictive to people um who are trying to like be them true their true selves and live their best life and you know are getting backlash from uh people who think differently than they do or are like being boxed in it's it's kind of like uh the reason for the um the whole need for a coming out in the the queer community you know is um people being like basically going like hey i don't fit into your box that i've been trying to make you believe that i fit into but the original question uh uh femininity and masculinity and I I guess how they they interplay because I think you're right. I don't think that there is necessarily this binary where it's like these are female characteristics and these are male characteristics. But right. I think that uh when we grow up in these societies, well, I think did you grow up in western society? I'm assuming. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so like we do grow up learning like this is what you do as a girl and this is what you do as a boy and I'm just curious to to hear that perspective of from you who is male but is acting as female sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. um society's views on on masculinity and and femininity have played a lot um into my art uh like just in the presentation of Maeve like Maeve is is based on you know, traditional, well, not even traditional, but like current Western um, standards of beauty, basically. Like, you know, uh, the things that I do to make Maeve a more convincing female character are um, things like, you know, shave, you know, put on uh, makeup or wear a wig, like things that we, um, have been taught to identify as uh, 
female, which is, or as feminine, but are just not true. You know, like women can have short hair or women, you know, women don't have to wear makeup or shave. Like none of those things make a woman a woman, but at the same time, like those are the things, those are things that, um, when we see them, uh, visually, like they signify in our brain, like, Oh, that person is, is feminine or like sometimes they're, they're different for other people. Like that those specific signs vary across, um, cultures obviously, but from like person to person, like they may, uh, they may not be the same. And then, you know, masculinity guys are traditionally like, uh, short cat hair and, you know, lots of body hair or whatever, you know, just like the opposites essentially. (laughs) And, and that, even that being said, like, I think a lot of times, um, as a society, not as individuals necessarily, but as a society, like, uh, guys are more or not, I wouldn't say guys are less valued on their appearance than women are. Hmm. So it comes into play less, I think. Interesting. I'll have to think about that. Well, I think, I, I think in a lot of ways we're, we're working to, to remedy that. Well, so moving forward with uh, your art, whether it be Maeve or whatever, what are your plans moving forward? Um, moving forward, uh, I plan to continue to include Maeve in my art. I recently lost my camera, <laughs> so I'm, I'm working. <laughs> yeah, I just like misplaced, like left it somewhere, and when I came back, it wasn't there. Um, uh, so. Currently, I'm I'm kind of working with photos that I have already um, for Maeve uh, until I can replace my camera, which will happen eventually. But uh, I think moving forward, I'm gonna start including um, once I get a new camera. Um, I'm gonna start including photos of myself as Zach in my work as well, um, just to kind of add that element of vulnerability that um we talked about earlier uh and put myself out there um like without uh made basically i mean not with she she will still be there as well but um to be vulnerable in the same way that Mabe is vulnerable and uh my next project i'm kind of working on like two simultaneous ideas that will develop into two different bodies of work um but i'm working on one body of work right now that i'm calling sex shapes they're basically uh doodles of of curves and shapes that are just vaguely uh you know representational of uh, the figure, uh, like a lot of, uh, curves and, you know, double curves and, uh, straight lines with, with curves. Uh, anyway, they're, they're really rough abstract, uh, sketches, um, that I'm then adding color to and then overlaying on, um, 
like stencils of photographs that I've taken. Uh, and that body of work is to focus on how our brains kind of pick up on certain shapes as being sexual without the notation of any gender or anything like that. Um, and then the other body of work that I'm working on is going to be uh, building a, a mythology, basically, for Maeve's character, because uh, I view her as um, like a goddess character, and I want to kind of build a, a story to to support that. So I'm going to be making a body of work that more fully flushes out uh, her past and her story. So I have seen your sex shapes um, pieces so far, and I love them. I love the abstract. I totally see what what you're going for with the, like, it's the implied meaning of the shapes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it. I'm so excited to see where that goes and to see where Maeve goes to. I'm, I, I really love the idea of giving her a mythology, especially with the concept of her being vulnerable because I feel like a lot of vulnerability lies in the stories we tell people and I can't wait to see how she evolves that way. Yeah, I'm really excited to to build a narrative for her too. Um I think I think there are a lot of power or there is a lot of power in the stories that we tell people like a all encompassing way. I feel like humans connect to story in a way that they don't connect to much else. Like, I feel like we have a real tendency to grasp onto a narrative and, like, identify with characters who have a narrative as opposed to, like, right now, we don't have a story for Maeve, so it's really tough to um, identify with her outside of the the story that um, she's built on Instagram, which is minimal at best. So I think it's really important to give her a narrative so that, uh, more people can um, identify with her and uh, feel connection with her. I agree. I love that storytelling, I think, is one of the most powerful tools we have as humans. I think that's what keeps us alive. It's definitely part of it. Uh, I, I know it is for me. It's really important to not only um, hear other people's stories, but it's important for my story to be heard too. You know, it's, it's uh, one of the things that um, we can share with one another that I think uh, can really bond us together. Absolutely. So I'm going to kind of take a turn here. I'm curious, what does your wife think about Maeve? That is a great question. She was initially very upset. Uh, really? Yeah, she she was initially very upset. Um, she was very upset because some of the first pictures that I posted of Maeve, I guess, um, were on my personal art account. And they were basically like, um, they were shots of, of Maeve in a, a, a bra and a thong. Um, like full butt in camera and she was uh not pleased that i posted that uh without like letting her know initially i guess not not to like have her okay it but to you know like essentially give her a content warning 
Yeah, like mentally like, prepare for it. Yeah, like like oh hey, this is uh your your partner, your husband is gonna be uh online ass out dressed as a woman. So prepares she so she was really upset about that initially. And then um she kind of like has questioned my sexuality a couple of times, which is fun. Um, <laughs> fun yeah it's it's just it's silly um because like you know i'm the type of person that of course like you know i have you know explored my sexuality and i eventually explained to her like hey like you know regardless of my sexuality like you know I chose. I choose to be with you. Like I choose to be with you every day. So I, I only. Those are the two main things that have happened, um, and I've been doing this, and that's probably been like, I don't know, two or three instances, and I've been doing it for, you know, coming up on a year and a half now, probably, uh, and she's been really supportive, um, you know. But everyone has their stuff, and her stuff has come up a couple of times. Yeah, it sounds like you guys have good conversations about it, though, and that's important. Yeah, we do. I think uh, one of the more interesting things that happened, I'm going to kind of steer it away from the question a little bit. Uh, yeah, go but, for it. Um, when I posted those first pictures initially on, on Zach's account, um, the ones that I described, my wife had a really poor reaction, but also uh, I got a text message from my mom. Uh, wow. <laughs> She sent me a text message and was like, uh, she said things essentially like, why is your work becoming more pornographic? And I think what you're doing is degrading to women. And uh, who is this woman, by the way? Does, does, does Lauren, Lauren's my, does Lauren know about this? And I was like, I just, I just texted her back and I was like, it's it's just an art student, Ma. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Everything is fine. So uh, you didn't tell her it was you? No, not not initially, no. I was just like, everything <laughs> is fine. This is, you know, it's okay. Like, I disagree with your premise. Don't. Yes, everything is cool. Don't worry about it. And then eventually I told her. And she was, she, she didn't believe me initially. Uh, but then she too has she has been very supportive but um yeah she just she just attacked me um which was really funny because it wasn't something i wanted to like explain to her over text message so uh i just told her hey you know it's everything is fine i'll tell you more about it when i see you it sounds like you handled it really well <laughs> yeah i mean I wasn't going to argue with my mom. I'm too old for that now. Like, yeah, I've, I've made the mistake of arguing with my mom uh, in the past and it's not something I want to do anymore. Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's just better to, to go like, whatever you say, mom, that's fine. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, we're kind of drawing to the end of our time. So is there anything that you would like to leave our audience with today? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just to, you know, repeat myself a little bit. Uh, I think um, it's really important to 
like as humans to to be vulnerable with one another because vulnerability is what establishes um the connections that we share uh without you know the vulnerability of of Maeve online uh we wouldn't have been able to do this episode so um yeah i think being vulnerable is very important and it's uh always like always initially scary in the end it's it's what allows us to connect with other people uh and uh true and meaningful way i love that i tell people that all the time and you're you're right like without Maeve we wouldn't be here today so thank you so much Zach and thank you so much Maeve for joining us today (laughs) yeah of course (laughs) thank you how much body positivity is too much body positivity I personally can never get enough of it. If you're like me and you find yourself seeking out more opportunities to surround yourself with media that affirms that you are normal or worthy of love or even just a reminder that you deserve happiness, I invite you to add the Little Cuties coloring book to your collection of body positive influences. With 50 original Little Cuties and six create your own templates, the Little Cuties coloring book aims to showcase different body and mental health experiences and give them the representation that we lack in the mainstream media. If this sounds like the kind of thing you'd like to add to your bookshelf or spend time coloring while you relax, please email us at bodystorypodcast at gmail.com to place your order. It's my goal to fund the Body Story Podcast by selling my own original artwork so I don't have to have podcast sponsors nor exploit the personal stories of my guests. So the books are $25 with free domestic shipping, and I'm working to get my website up and running to make purchasing easier. But for now, you can inquire at bodystorypodcast at gmail.com to place your order. If you'd like to take a peek at what these little cuties look like before committing to a whole coloring book, you can see all the book characters and more at Body Story Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. This episode of the Body Story Podcast was edited by John Waters.